Welcome to Bad Audiobooks on the DMBC Network and brought to you by our intelligently beautiful, gorgeous, wonderful supporters on Patreon. I am Nick Mazmanian, along with my co-host... Ken Heidelman! I'm not Thank you for joining us today on our parody show <laughs> about good books read badly. So, Nick, what is coming up off of the shelf today? We are going through the Black Forest of the Grimm's Fairy Tales! <laughs> the dark Black Forest... That is well, you know, it's in Germany. No, it's I thought German. that was uh, no, I, I thought it was a solid reference. Thank you, thank you. The Black you. Forest Ham of Grimm's Fairy Tales. All my classic training coming uh, to fruition in this moment. We 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 will today be reading Snow White and Rose Red. <sighs> Should we just jump right into it, or do you have anything else? Yeah, this is not the Seven Dwarves. No, no, no. We will get to that in another episode. Future episode coming up. Because Snow White was so good, he did. They did it twice. There was a sequel before sequels were a thing. <laughs> the MCU was built. We don't know which one's which. We, on the we, bones. we had uh, we did some googling. Still couldn't figure out which came first, the the no. chicken or the rose red. Mostly we just, <laughs> mostly we just didn't want. I didn't want to get spoiled because uh, half the fun, <laughs> half the fun of these. Spoiler books, alert! Spoiler alert! She gets she goes to this three, guy's house. The, this hundreds of euros old story. Spoiler alert! Well, I mean, well, have you read have I, you read Rose Red? I know only, I haven't through the Fables comics. I, uh, well, I was about to say actually, it makes me appreciate the Fables comics that much more now. The doing this, but I didn't really realize that she had her own standalone story. Yeah, I was actually going to say if you have not read the Fables comic book series, do yourself a favor, go do that. They're amazing. They are fantastic. There's multiple spinoffs. There's does I don't know, dozens, but at least a dozen. It's like 20 graphic novels to read. It's an epic length. Yeah. But they're all so good, especially once you learn more and more and more about the characters and stuff. It gets really good. But back to the book. Uh, Yeah, spoilers, because, I mean, you know, I haven't read this. It's new to me. And, yeah, uh, yeah, that's I'm hoping it's new to everybody else. It's certainly new to me as well. I mean, I know for a fact I've not read through any of these stories before, so this will be fun. So, yeah, we, uh, we don't know which begin. came first, unless they start name-dropping Dopey and stuff like that, which I know I'm pretty sure is not the original names until we read that book. I, I, I have a feeling they didn't have names. Probably not, since the last story, literally, the princess was named Briar Rose because of the bush that grew around the castle. She didn't actually have a, a, she did not a, have a name. given name. I wonder if the prince was just like, I'm just going to call you... have a name either? N- no, well... We've already forgotten, and we we were the ones reading. He, well, he was a forgettable protagonist, but uh, I don't think he had a name, and uh, I think he just 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 kept calling her Briar Rose, and she's like, "My name is Cindy. Thank you. I will save. No, we're not being, <laughs> I will save you. I'm just gonna save you. I don't care what your name is. Let's get married. <laughs> female uh, female agency is Snow White and the Rose Red. Lackluster. Let's in this let's series. get to it. I know, but anyway, we'll dive into it now. Okay. Hang on, let me bring my book up, because I have the microphone here. There was... Hang on, let me do a more narrative voice. I'm going to try that out today. Mm, okay. There was... Oh, God. (laughs) There was... In a world. (laughs) There was once a poor widow who lived in a lonely cottage. You committing to this? Macho Man Randy Savage! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah! In front of a cottage was a garden wherein stood two trees. Yep. <laughs> Think of how he did it. Oh, man. I cannot imagine. That's probably the reason why his voice was just a whisper toward the end of his life. <laughs> He's just like, Macho, Macho Man, man Randy Savage. Macho Man, Randy Savage. Rest in peace, Roger. Macho Man. We love you. Anyway. Peace, Savage. <laughs> anyway, we'll cut back to the. Uh, 
In front of the cottage was a garden wherein stood two rose trees, one of which bore white and the other red roses. She had two children who were like the tree, uh, who were like the two rose trees. One was called Snow White, the other Rose Red. I like that uh, alliteration with Rose Red a little bit. Anyway, there were a they were a good. Is there anything for you? That's coming up. I don't care. All right, sorry. I'll jump in to make fun of shit. Okay, good. (laughs) They were as good and happy, as busy and cheerful as ever two children in the world were. Only Snow White was more quiet and gentle than Rose Red. Rose Red liked better to run about in the meadows and fields, seeking flowers and catching butterflies. But Snow White sat... What? So killing them. Killing butterflies. (laughs) But... (laughs) Is this going to turn into Blade Runner, and I'm just going to be like, and here's the killing jar? I mean, it's what it's, it sounds like. I mean, I doubt you're catching butterflies and not damaging their wings enough to kill them. Have you ever caught butterflies? And yes, and I killed them. Oh, oh, well, that's sad. Have you caught butterflies? No, I was. I, that's why I was asking. <laughs> yeah, as a kid, I had, but I also then was pinning them to do after they. I. I all right, so my brothers and I got over here. This we're, is going a dark we're, path. We are we're learning too much. hard in the first paragraph. <laughs> Le- we're uh, we're so learning too much for, about Kent right now. It was for science. <laughs> uh, we would uh, look up their scientific names. Okay, yeah. Uh, we mm-hmm. would put them into a freezer. Uh, I don't do this anymore because I think it's fucked up. But uh, <laughs> we would do the thing where, you know, we're, we pin, we'd pin, take little pins. After yeah, yeah. Frozen, we take yeah. them out. And we had them in boxes, like the shadow boxes yeah. kind of things. Yeah. Over and had the scientific names. So, so we're just collecting bugs and I stu- mean, that's, studying them. That's fine. But it, now going back, I'm like, did we need to kill them to study them? Was mm, that probably not? You probably the... could have captured them in some way and then looked at them. Yeah. But it's it was classic 1930s thing. I feel like we're gonna. This was a long time ago. This was in the 90s. I know, but I meant it was like a 30s, 20. I don't know when. I, I don't know when everybody started doing the whole shadow box thing with with butterflies. But it feels classic. It, yeah. yeah, exactly, and that's why we were doing it. But today, I'm like, eh, kind of fucked. Okay, up. those like... who own an Etsy account make a needlepoint uh butterfly shadow box thing that mimics but not exactly and you'll make buku bucks off of those who there you go i, like th- I was afraid you're gonna tell people to make a shadow box of me killing bu- bugs <laughs> come <laughs> find or, uh, kent. A, a come, come a, find kent capture him with a, a net a quilt put him in the freezer and then pin his ass to a fucking frame <laughs> exactly anyway no i'm joking but i don't i, I have completely forgotten where we left off where are right. butterflies <laughs> butterflies okay but Snow White was sat at home with her mother and helped her with her housework to or Red to her when there was nothing to do. All right. Even though she's killing animals, Rose Red sounds a lot cooler than Snow White. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean she's why isn't the, this Rose Red and Snow White? Why is the title Snow White and Rose Red? Snow White got top billing because she had a better agent. Yeah. She, she, got she negotiated with her mother better. Exactly. She was there with her mother. She's hanging out all the time. Exactly. So she's like, look at me. Really the one I'm the one her. who matters. I care. Look at me. You know, closest to the the screen the two children were so fond of each other that they always held each other by the hand when they went out together and when snow white said we will not leave each other rose red answered never so long as we live she a chain smoker (laughs) she's an adventurous one rose red i've seen some shit (laughs) and their mother would add what one (laughs) what (laughs) What one has, <laughs> she must share with the other. Oh, my God. 
They often ran about the forest alone and gathered red berries and no beasts that did them any harm. The, the writing is so choppy. It's uh, uh, it's hard to read. Uh, I know. Trust me. And I'm, not did them any harm. Yeah. But came close to them trustfully. The little hare would eat a cabbage leaf out of their hands. The roe grazed by the sir side. The stag leapt merrily by them, and the birds sat up- sat still upon the bows and sang whatever they knew. Sang whatever they're birds. That's what they sang whatever they knew. I don't know. <laughs> this is why phrase this, it like that. I don't know. No mishap. This is like the safest story ever. No mishap ever. No mishap overtook them. The end. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing happened to him. They sat at home, and that's it. The end. I'm so glad we made a made this story and and your time. They're really building. Remember up to this. go to our Patreon and uh, <laughs> subscribe. Well, like the, uh, are they just trying to build up this first act to be like, and then war came to I'm, the forest. I'm really waiting for the turn at this point. Yeah, I'm, waiting I, I'm for the hoping turn. that we're getting the turn. All right, but maybe anyway, just hang out all day. No mishap overtook them. If they had stayed, ah, there we go. If they had stayed too late in the forest and night came on, they laid themselves down near one, near one another upon the moss and slept until morning came. And their mother knew this and had no distress on their account. Horrible parenting. Well, that and also, have I hate laying down on grass. Can you imagine laying on moss? What was these people's lives that moss is the better alternative than anything else? Like, oh, I'm gonna lay on moss. That's great. Let the earth retake me inside I'm, of it. I'm hoping it's that moss that they buy in stores. It's all dried out and doesn't. But it's not moss. Is like they didn't really, have Michaels then. You can't walk into the store and be like, "I need some P grade moss that's dried out, so I don't have to be like all wiggly with worms and shit." Yeah, because moss that's living is super, super. Oh, it's super it's gross. It's wet. It's, like it's soggy. Yeah, it's just not good. Ugh. Once when they had spent the night in the wood, in the wood. And dawn, the dawn had roused them. They saw a beautiful child in a shining white dress sitting near their bed. Oh boy! How is that white dress white? I think that's probably the reason why it's so perplexing. That and also the fact that there's just somebody who's just sitting next to him watching him sleep. That's not. Creepy I guess that is fuck. the creepier of the two things. I was watching you sleep. Notice my sparkling gown. I've and been here waiting for you. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> He got up. Oh, it's it's a he. (laughs) (laughs) We're both. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's changed in my mind. (laughs) It's just got weirder. It's just still the same voice. (laughs) I've been watching you. My name is Jacob. (laughs) He got up and looked quite and looked quite kindly at them. Oh, Jesus. It's just getting worse. But said nothing. Oh, even better. And went away (laughs) into the forest. That is creep mode 1000%. Hi, what's your name? Just just keeps eye contact. (laughs) (laughs) That's nice. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. And, and And when they looked around... And when they looked round, they found that they had been sleeping quite close to a precipice and would certainly have fallen into the darkness if they had gone only a few paces further. And their mother told them that it must have been the angel who watches over good children. So the mother is reinforcing. She's enabling. She's a, a, thank you. Perfect word. 
Keep going. She's enabling super hard some creepy shit going on. Just let boys be boys and let them oh, watch. God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. Anyway, Snow White and Rose Red kept their mother's little cottage so neat that it was a pleasure to look at to look inside it. It's like, oh, what a pleasure. Home and Garden does photo shoots there all the time. Hey, there you go. In the HGTV summer. TV channel or something. Home and Garden? Yeah. Or is it Home... Better Homes and Gardens. Sorry. Better Homes and I Gardens. I actually watch these shows. That's a so magazine? Might... Is it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's been around forever? No, okay. Moving on. In the summer, Rose Red... I'm, I'm, the, one who's, I'm the one who's married and has a child, so it shows really hard because I know what Better Homes and Gardens is. I am not either of those two things. And that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> respect your life choices. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, you yeah, don't know... Okay. But okay. not only that, you don't know, you know what Better okay. Homes... You don't even know what Better Homes and Gardens is, so you're, be- you're almost like got more space in your brain for other things that aren't knowing what that is yeah like batman (laughs) (laughs) more useful things like batman exactly in the summer rose red took care of the house and every morning laid a wreath of flowers by her mother's bed before she woke in which so the the walking around with people sleeping and doing creepy shit is just you know it's everywhere yeah 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 (laughs) in which in which was a rose from each tree she's taking roses from her sister's tree this has just got to be pissed. You'd be like, bitch. I didn't want to give alone. those. That's my tree. I get to do it with those flowers as I see fit. Thank you, Rose Red. But the contrast. <laughs> the pairing. In the winter, Snow White lit the fire and hung and hung the kettle and hung the kettle on the Rick Weekend? Workin? Work? Work? W-R-E-K-I-N. Reckon, and there's a guy going like, obviously it's the Reckon. <laughs> Someone yelling at us saying, "You can't read with shit. Please stop doing this podcast." Um, Fucking greatest generation. They don't even know what the the Reckon is. <laughs> the great? Are we the greatest generation? No, no, no. But I'm making fun of someone being super old. Oh, I get it. I get it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the kettle. The kettle was of copper and shone like gold. So brightly was it polished. So brightly, it was polished. Okay, that's a period at the end of that sentence. In the evening, when the snowflakes fell, the mother said... Oh, that's me. Yeah. Go, Snow White! (laughs) And bolt the door! Oh, my God. And then they sat around the hearth, and the mother took her two spectacles... Not testicles, spectacles. And Sorry, my brain read that as testicles for a second. And read aloud... And read aloud out a large... Of a large book... Out and, of a large book. And read aloud out of a large book. And the two girls listened as they sat and span. Span? I don't know. Sat and span? I don't know. That's a I'm term. spanning out, man. <laughs> Span out, man! It's <laughs> acid trips are just hitting them super hard as acid flashbacks. Like, and, uh, if, is span the past tense of spin? Spun would be the... Spun. So I'm like, oh, they sit sitting in span. Spin. A span is a gap, usually. I don't know what they're using it here for. Anyway, and close by them lay a lamb upon the floor, and began, and behind them upon a perch sat a white dove with its head hidden with beneath its wings. So I'm getting up the theme of from the Disney movie where she's with the dwarves that all the remember all the animals yeah I remember or is that every princess at every Disney classic Disney princess is like animal like best friends and stuff you know hence all those classic Disney princess moments everyone posts online when they get to hold a bird oh fingers out and there's a yeah there you go fingers bird lands on it got it we're in the 21st century now 
Hooray. We kill birds. What? <laughs> no. 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 Not no. me. No. Not me. Do you, do you do you pin them to a shadow box? <laughs> <laughs> do you put them in a freezer bag and then put I them in the a shadow royal box? We, as in... <laughs> like they're trying to loop me in. I was like, what do you mean? No, I don't. <laughs> I meant like society, man. <laughs> We kill, we kill the bird, the bird chickens, and we feed them. <laughs> the to bird the... chickens. <laughs> chickens are weird. I know it's just it, the the. To me, the contrast is the the sheer amount of animals that we kill now. Oh yeah, yeah. well okay. I was about to say hunting is one thing, taxidermy another. But yeah, we're not friendly to them. We no, for the most part, I we think don't. I was vegan or vegetarian or something like that. No, I, I eat them myself. But... <laughs> I'm about to say, do <laughs> you cry? Bro. Do you I... cry into your burger every time you eat it? It's so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, you're so yummy. I'm so glad you died. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I'm coming off like the what are the first signs of a serial killer? Uh, sociopath. Ch- yeah, we're checking off some some boxes here in a I'm, hurry. I'm worried, listeners, if you don't hear from me <laughs> <laughs> Know what happened. Know this day. He's in, my, he's in a shadow box now. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> he's a shadow box killer. Ooh. <laughs> Someone do something with that. Yeah, we're <laughs> anyway. We're coming up with some good shit here. Obviously, we come up with the shadow box killer from the Snow White Rose Red story. <laughs> Duh. I think that's what the little boy was who disappeared into the forest. Ooh, uh, shadow box killer. Yeah, there you go. Rose Red. Squ- Wait a minute, did I say that right? Yeah. Rose Red. This is after. Okay, we went to the whole scene. Okay, there we go. One evening. One evening, as they were thus sitting comfortably together, some. Uh, one knocked on at the door as if he wished to be let in. The mother what? said, "How do you read?" That's not what the mother said. A knock from the door as being wanting to be let in. You're going off script. Not being let in. <laughs> I don't know. I, how do you how do you read the emotional state of <laughs> of a knock? Tension of a knock. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't get it. Uh, the mother said. Quick, Rose Red, open the door. It must be a traveler who is seeking shelter. <laughs> okay. Rose Red went and pushed the door back a bolt and pushed the bolt back, thinking that it was a poor man, but it was not. It was a bear that what? stretched its broad black head within the door. Rose Red, <laughs> Rose Red screamed. <laughs> And sprang back, the lamb belated. And the what? That's my that's my lamb. That's a lamb. Yeah, it sounded like a in terror. It sounded like a pig. What? (laughs) I guess that's good. Uh, I'm kind of being a dick for for making fun of your sound effect. But anyway, the dove fluttered. Can you do the? There you go. There you go. (laughs) I like. I'm liking the sound effects. This works well for the action. And Snow White hid herself behind her mother's bed. But the bear began to speak and said, Don't, don't be afraid. I will do you no harm. I am half frozen and only want to warm myself a little beside you. Poor bear, said the mother. Lie down by the fire. Only take care that you do not burn your coat. Then she cried, Snow White. Rose Red, come out. <laughs> the bear will do you no harm. He means well. <laughs> okay. So they both... Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> the mother's voice is just perfect. 
So they, uh, hang on. So they both came out, and by and by, the lamb and the dove came nearer and were not afraid of him. The bear said, Yeah, children, knock the snow off of my coat a little. Yeah, this is going to get in some weird territory. So they brought the broom and swept the bear's hide clean, and he stretched himself by the fire and growled contently and comfortably. Mm. It was... (laughs) Oh, yes. It (laughs) It was not long before... They grew quite, quiet. They grew quite at home. I said, I was gonna say quiet, but it's quite. It's quite. And played tricks with their clumsy guest. Oh, he's clumsy now. I guess so. Mm-hmm. I mean, bears can go on balls and stuff, you know. So whatever. They tugged at his hair. Oh God! They tugged his hair with their hands, and they put their feet upon his back and rolled him about. Or they took out a hazel switch and beat him. And when he growled, they laughed. What the fuck? Hey, Kent, I found your people. <laughs> but the I, bear... I will not continue to go with this bit past the story that I am a... A, a sociopath? A, a sociopath. You're not a sociopath a, at all, but it just makes for good... Animals. It makes for good fun. But the bear <laughs> took it all in good part. Damn, that's a really nice bear. <laughs> Only when they were too rough did he call out, Leave me alive, children! That wait. is exactly what he said. Wait a minute. And then there's a... So who's saying, who's saying that? Will you be... Okay. There's a, so there's a song and we're trying to figure out who's singing um, it. It sounds like it's with the bear. The, the bear. Yeah. Snowy right, rosy red, will you beat your lover dead? I mean... It's like he's saying that he's their lover. Uh, I, I mean, again, we don't know. In the last book, in the last story, someone got pregnant within a sentence. So yeah, or in two stories ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's not. I mean, he's using it as a comparison, but why would you compare yourself to their lover I, and their children? I feel like these are straight translations without any adjustment for the actual English. Why would you ask that to a child? I don't know. This was the 17th century. When are bears right. going to learn the social <laughs> etiquette? This Back isn't... off, bear. She's not old enough yet. I don't understand consent age. <laughs> I just want to know what you're going to do with your lover, children. I'm just wondering, what's your sign? <laughs> when it was... Bed- you Aquarius? <laughs> I am an Aquarius. Anyway, when it was bedtime and the others went to bed, the mother said to the bear, You can lie there by the hearth. (laughs) Is it hearth or hearth? Hearth. By the hearth. (laughs) And then you will be safe from the cold and the bad weather. As soon as day dawned, the two children let him out, and he trotted across the snow into the forest. Hang on. So wait a minute. This entire action. You've never seen anything trot before? Not a bear. Well, I've never, I think bears bumble. Lumber. Yeah, lumber. Thank you. That was where I was looking for. Bumble, too. No, they don't bumble. But anyway. Uh, the thing is, though, that bear has been in that house for less than a day. So all the stuff they did to him, they were just like, hey, a new bear. Let's just, just poke at it. Shit out yeah, of it. Yeah. Let's just, and, and when you get tired, we beat you. It's like, how can you assume so much and not think you're going to die? Of course, I mean, it's a talking bear. I'm still trying to learn the moral of the story, but we're, we'll get there. <clears throat> So far, it's trust every forest creature that comes your way. Especially the talking ones. 
Henceforth the bear came every evening at the same time, laid himself down by the hearth, and let the children amuse themselves with him as much as they liked. And they, this is getting creepy. And they got so used to him that the doors were never fastened until their black friend had arrived. Well, it's a black nope. bear. Yep. Okay. Not in that. <clears throat> <laughs> okay. The phrasing is odd. I'm not going to lie. But, I mean, I guess it's a black bear. <laughs> black forest, black bear, black friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Contra. Anyway, when spring had come, excuse me, when spring had come and all outside was green, the bear said one morning to Snow White, Now I must go away, and I cannot come back for the whole summer. Where are you going then, dear bear? Asked Snow White. Uh, The formatting is terrible. I must go into the forest and guard my treasures from the wicked dwarves. Dwarf reference. Oh, shit! In the winter, when the earth is frozen and ho- frozen hard, they are obliged to stay below and cannot work their way through. But now, when the sun has thawed and warmed the earth, they break through it and come out to pry and steal. And what once gets into their hands and in their caves does not easily see daylight again. We've got the Snow White cinematic universe forming. Seriously. I'm, there's like I'm pretty excited. We're getting some lore laid down. Makes me want to go watch the Huntsman movie that came out a couple of years ago now. Oh Christ, that's right. I, yeah. It's got Thor in it. Yeah. It's very good. He's pretty goddamn funny. No, he's hilarious. And a genius. There, my, my original description stands. My original description stands. Snow White was quite sorry for his going away. And as she unbolted the door for him and the bear was hurrying out, he caught him against the bolt and a piece of his hairy coat was torn off. Oh, God. Jesus. And it seemed to Snow White as if he had seen gold mm. shine. she. Oh, that she had seen gold shining through it. But she was not sure about it. The bear ran away quickly and was soon out of sight behind the trees a short hmm? so there was gold shining under where the so he's a golden the... bear i guess i think i'm remembering this story and i'm really s- okay it's well don't tell me anything don't tell me anything s- guess what i mean like well, all things duh. grim fairy tales it's gonna get weird i'm sure a short time afterwards the mother sent her children into the forest to get firewood they were found by- there they get found- some firewood <laughs> There they found a big tree, which lay felled on the ground, and close by the trunk, something was jumping backwards and forwards in the grass. And <clears throat> but they could not make out what it was. It just keeps going back and forth. When they uh, came nearer, they saw a dwarf with an old, withered face and a, sn- <coughs> and a snow-white beard a yard long. All right. Here it comes. Would you use a snow-white a phrasing as Snow White for describing someone's beard when you have a, a character. story no. titled Snow White. No. And he had I mean there's no other way to describe that beard. There's it's no other snow color. White. There's no other color but Snow White. That's it. A the child end. for a for a beard. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just it's, it's in the shape of her face. Exactly. Yes. He said that's Snow White beard. So just imagine her face in beard form. 
The end of the beard was caught in a crevice of the tree, and the little fellow was jumping backwards and forwards like a dog tied to a rope. Oh, God. And did not know what to do. Can you imagine pulling on your beard like that? That's going to hurt like hell. It's a long fucking beard that you can do moves. I know. That's what I'm trying to say. Getting torque on it. He glared at the girls with his fiery red eyes and cried. Why do you stand there? Can you not come and help me? Come here and help me? (laughs) What? Uh Oh, Oh, you got to do Rose Red too? (laughs) You're, You're Rose Red. Am I Rose Red? Yeah. You, you read her as like a... Okay, then it's been a about heart. a hot minute since we've heard from Rose Red at all yeah, in the story. She doesn't, uh, Snow White was soft, and you all did right. her as like a... Oh, uh, I remember the voice, so well, I'm just going to... rougher. Just make some up. Yeah. What about... <laughs> no, she's not from Brooklyn. Gotta make it at least a somewhat female. <laughs> what if... What? <laughs> no. Working it out. Working yeah. it out. Sorry, sorry. I gotta find this voice. Where? No. I'm thinking about it too much. Just do it. What about there, little man? Perfect. Asked Rose Red. You s- Is this you or me? You stupid prying goose! Oh. <laughs> Answered the dwarf. I think it's still you. I don't even see. It's to the next... Holy shit, I think I'm monologuing here. <clears throat> here we go. Uh... Go, 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 go. I was going to split the tree to get a little wood for cooking! The little bit of food that one of us wants gets burnt up directly with thick logs. We do not swallow so much as you coarse, greedy folk. I had just driven the wedge safely in. I'm going to describe every action in detail now. <laughs> I was about to say, how much cocaine did this, <laughs> did this dwarf ingest before she before he went chopping wood? And everything was going as, as a whisk. Well, you know how it is. And I had this idea. I was there with my friend and my buddies. And we were going to okay, a party okay, before Okay, him. okay, okay. And, and the wretched wood pitch, was pitch too smooth. Later, it suddenly okay. sprang asunder. And the tree closed so quickly. And, uh, you know how it is. And then I could not pull out of my beautiful white beard. So now it is, it, it, it's a tight end. And I cannot get away. And that silly, sleek, milky face thing laughs. How odious you are! Whoa. Uh, if you caught that, uh, congratulations. Does any of that matter? No, it doesn't, but I barely understood it, too. <laughs> you did it such a... Woo! I'm, I'm method, baby. Woo! Yeah, I was about to say, we were in that moment together. When the children tried very hard. The children tried very hard, but they could not pull the beard out. It was caught too fast. I will. I don't remember the voice I was doing for Rose Red. Doesn't matter. Keep a new one every I, time. I know. It's just I hate doing that. All right. I will run. I will run and fetch a new. Uh, fetch some more. <laughs> said someone. Rose Red. Someone. Oh, someone. I will run and fetch someone. Said Rose Red. You senseless goose! Snared the dwarf. This guy's the most unappreciative dwarf ever. But okay, yeah. Snared the dwarf. Snarled. Snarled. Snared. Whatever. Should you fetch someone? You're already too too many for me. Can you not think of something better? How about scissors? Don't be impatient, said Snow White. I will help you. And she pulled her scissors yeah, out of s- her pocket. Boom! Oh my god. Sensibility. The first logical thing a character has done in, in, in our entire podcast. In this entire book. And cut off the end of the beard. Wait for, wait for him. Credits. Wait for it. Yeah. Wait for her to cut off his nostrils or something weird after this. As soon as the dwarf felt himself free, he laid hold of a bag which lay amongst the roots of the tree, and which got so much witch, 
and which was full of gold, and lifted it up, grumbling to himself. Uncloth people! To cut off a piece of my fine beard! Bad luck to you! Super unappreciative dwarf. And when he swung the bag upon his back and went off without... And then he swung the bag upon his back and went off without even once looking at the children. I think, uh... I think there's a good point to, uh... Oh. Jump into our uh, ads. We're gonna uh, seamlessly we're gonna take a little break. We're gonna very seamlessly seamlessly transition transition to. Uh, it's time for a little ads. <laughs> so smooth, the smoothest of smooth on this podcast. <laughs> Man, that production value that they do on this show is the best. You know, that's what that's what the people, good people are here for is for our professionalism. Exactly. But uh, Nick, I, yes, yes, Ken, I'm just gonna randomly ask. Don't you have a book that you're writing? I, or that I you wrote? I've written a book. It is my first book. It's called Where Monsters Lie. It has been described as a cyber pulp novel in which a mover is trapped and has to fight against his life as rich people pilot robots. Who's describing it that way? A reviewer that actually has only one review of it online, and they reviewed it, and it's the best damn description of that book I've had. Cool. So grab your cyber pulp itch scratch today. Anyway. For uh, Where can- Monsters Lie? Yeah, where monsters you can, can be, and where can people find that? You can find where monsters lie on Amazon. Kent, I hear you have a comic review show. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I think the term I'm using at the moment is producing. Uh, <laughs> I produce a comic review show. Uh, it's uh, it's called Comic Review Puppet, and it stars uh, Kirby McStaples, a uh, blue furry puppet that uh, reviews comics. Uh, he's got. All sorts of insight. Uh, you can find that on Instagram at Comic Review Puppet. Uh, go check that out. It's pretty pretty cool. Uh, so if you like comics and you want to hear uh, some recommendations, go go ch- check out Kirby on Comic Review Puppet. Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, oh well, I mean, aren't you listening to another podcast that you're really enjoying on the? I am. Uh, it machine. happens to also be on this uh, this very network, the <gasps> TMBC network. The TMBC network. My God, uh, and it is called Gone. In 60 seconds, if you enjoy Nick the the antics and the awesomeness that is uh, Nicolas Cage uh, movies, you should check out Gone in 60 Seconds. Uh, it is a breakdown of each individual movie that uh, Nick Cage has starred in. Have they done Mandy yet? They're doing them in chronological order. It's a great question. Oh. So they are doing them from the beginning. Uh, they've got a couple episodes up right now so go check them out uh i have been enjoying each and every episode i've listened to it's it's hilarious because nick cage is hilarious it actually inspired me to uh go out and buy a is it sequence sequence pillow yeah sequence pillow it's a sequence pillow that's solid red on one sequence and then if you push them down it reveals nick cage's face so uh that is the end of the ads Seamless transition. Seamless. <laughs> so seamless. Anyway, back to the show. <laughs> Let's get back Sometime. to this book. Yeah. Sometime. Sometime after that, Snow White and Rose Red went to catch a dish of fish. As they came near the brook, they saw something like a large grasshopper jumping toward the water. Towards the water. As if it were going to leap in. This is a. I don't care about this grasshopper. A where, part where of, are we going? <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Uh, okay, it was going to leap in. 
They ran into it and found it was the dwarf. Oh, something like a large grasshopper. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> We're back. Where are we? Where are you going? Said Rose Red. You surely don't want to go into that water. I am no such a fool. Is I am not such a fool. So the dwarfs are the same dwarf. I think it's the same dwarf. Is it? It's a the dwarf. You're right. There's no... Yeah, sorry. That's my bad. I'm a, I'm a complete dick. Continue. Cried the, quiet, cried the dwarf. Don't you see that the accursed fish wants to pull me in? Oh, my God. The little man had been sitting there fishing, and unluckily the wind had twisted his beard with the fishing line. Then, just then, a big fish uh, bit, and the feeble creature could not str- had not the strength to pull it out. The fish kept the upper, the fish kept the upper hand and pulled the dwarf towards him. He held on with all, he held on to all the reeds and rushes, but it was li- it was of little good. Oh my god, he was forced to follow the movements of the fish and was in urgent danger of being dragged into the water. Oh, the sentence structure's killing me. <sighs> okay. The girls came just in time. They held him fast and tried to free his beard from the line, but all in vain. Beard and line were entangled fast together. Nothing was left to, but to bring out the scissors. And we, cut... we all knew where this was going. <laughs> really? You knew? I didn't know. And cut the beard. We're... This is the second time the beard got caught. I'm, I'm sure we're going to have a, a fourth, a fifth, and sixth time this is going to happen. I just can't wait for them to have disfigured beards in the sequel. Oh. Yeah, you know, it might come back around. We'll see if they had any foresight. And cut the beard, whereby a small part of it was lost. When the dwarf saw that his saw that he he screamed out Is that civil you told stool to disfigure one's face? Was it not enough to clip off the end of my beard? Oh my god. Now you have to cut off the best part of it! That was my favorite part! It was the the one that everyone complimented at the parties! The tip of his beard was magnificent. I cannot let myself be seen by my people! I'm an oh outcast my now! <laughs> my, I'm estranged from my family and my friends! No, he comes they home. They don't even answer my Facebook messages! Who because are no you? one uses Facebook anymore! <laughs> I wish you hadn't... Been made to run the soles off your shoes. Then he That's, took out a, the, the the amount of just sheer hatred that comes from these guys who are stuck and going to die from being helped is just insane to me. But the Good Samaritan gets burned every time. Apparently, yeah. is that the moral of the story? Don't help anybody. The end. <laughs> then he took out a sack of pearls which lay in the rushes. And without saying a word more, he dragged it away and disappeared behind a stone. So where, before we go any further, where do you think his beard is getting stuck next? The ass crack of the bear. That's not really a good guess. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Where do you think it's going to get stuck? I have no idea. I, I mean, I, I've, I'm now starting to slightly remember this, and it might have been from those Fables comics. So oh. I'm starting to get flashes of things, but... Uh, I'm guessing. I don't know. I have no idea where it's going to stuck next. Are you the brand of our of our podcast? You're seeing the future, or the past, or whatever. Like you're there getting you visions. Exactly. I don't That's know. I don't. Time. I don't watch Game of Thrones. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right in people. 
send, that, send the hate mail. I have lost half our audience by saying that just now. But anyway, I've seen every episode, and it's great. Yeah, you compensate. You're the yin, you're the yang to my yin, or whatever. We do that a lot on a lot of things. So we've got we've got the bases covered. Oh yeah, I feel like we're good to go. Pray continue. It happened that soon afterwards, the mother sent the two children to the town to buy needles because she had to get her heroin addiction fixed. <laughs> no. And thread. Thank you, children. <laughs> Mama needs that ice. You're never going to catch me. <laughs> the black tar of happiness in my veins. Mama's going to go chasing dragons. <laughs> and thread and laces and ribbons. The road. To tie off my arms so oh, the, the veins pop off more. It's, uh, it's just so weird. The road led them across a heath upon which huge pieces of rock lay strewn here and there. Now they noticed a large bird hovering in the air. With a pin in it. Flying slowly around and around above them. It sank lower and lower and at last settled near a rock not far off. Directly afterwards, they heard a loud, petuous cry. Oh god, if it's stuck in the bird's beak, I'm just going to be like, why? They ran up and saw with horror that the eagle had seized their old acquaintance, the dwarf. And he was going to carry him off. Good riddance. That guy's an asshat. (laughs) (laughs) The children fly full of pity, which they shouldn't have because he was ungrateful to them every time they helped. At once took tight hold of the little man and pulled against the eagle so long that at last, he let go of his let his booty go. Let my booty go. As soon as the dwarf they mean booty like his treasures, or something? I'm assuming that's what they meant by booty. But you know, booty. Anytime you get to say booty, it's always. Yeah, fine. But they hadn't. They hadn't introduced the the fact that the bird was taking hold of the bag and not him. Yeah. They yeah. Said that There's the... no clarification in these stories. This is great. Okay, yeah. Cool. You get the after effect. You get you get the setup, but you don't com- get any of the details of that. In comics, there's a lot of a lot of. Sometimes you have uh, they're using what is called the gutter in between uh, two panels. Yeah, there's the the space, mm-hmm. and sometimes a lot can happen in that space. Oh yeah, and you don't usually see that in novels and narration because it doesn't work. Because it doesn't fucking work. Uh, but unless you make it very, don't tell that to the brothers Grimm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like unless you format it in such a way that it makes sense. But in this case, it doesn't make any sense to do that break because it's literally the action is happening yes. with the bag in the eagle's mouth. If you don't have that information there, you can't understand what's happening. I thought the eagle straight up had his head in his beak and was like gobbling him down. I thought it was like his legs or something. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, we both chose something that was not specified. Oh my god, I can't wait for them to cut the beard off because they they get <laughs> it's just to keep that theme going. Oh, you're right. It would be like his face to. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was like it was, it was his head or something because they had to cut the beard again. Exactly. As soon as the dwarf had recovered from his first fright, he his first fright, he cried with his shrill voice. Oh, good choice on the shrill because they did say shrill. Could you not have done it? Oh my god! <laughs> you drained it, my brown coat, so that it was all torn. Okay. In front of holes, you helpless, clumsy creatures. Oh my god! He had to shield his face with my, with a book over here. <laughs> Uh, then he took up a sack full of precious stones. Where does he keep getting these sacks? And slipped another. Gotta pay for his cocaine. <laughs> it's bad habits. And slipped away again under the rock into his hole. The girls, who by this time were used to his thanklessness, 
went on their way and did their business in town. As they crossed the heath again on their way home, they surprised the dwarf, who had emptied out his bag of precious stones in a clean spot. What does that even mean? Keep going. It's his fence, clearly. And had (laughs) not thought of that anyone would come there so late. The evening sun, which is also known as the moon, shone upon the (laughs) brilliant stones. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I made myself laugh. (laughs) Because I was, I have a conversation with my child who's two and a half, and she's like, "Oh, it's the sun," and it was behind clouds, and she's saying, "Oh no," she said, "It's the moon." I'm like, "No, it's the sun, dear. It's the sun. Don't look directly at it." So when he said the evening sun, I'm like, just went to that vision for some reason. Uh, it's not funny when you explain it. Anyway, uh, what we got? There we go. Glittery and sparked with all the colors. Hang on. The evening sun, okay, brilliant stones. They glittered and sparkled with all their colors so beautifully that the children stood still and looked at them. Why do you stand gaping there? Cried the dwarf, and his ashen gray face became copper red with rage. <laughs> he was going on. The amount of possessiveness that all the male protagonists have in this book is, in, is, is insane. Anyway, he was going on with his bad words when a loud growling was heard. And a black bear, hey, it's our friend, the black bear, came trotting towards them out of the forest. Came trotting towards them out of the forest. The dwarf sprang up in a fright, but he could not get to his cave, for the bear was already close. Then, in the dread of his heart, he cried, Dear Mr. Bear, spare me! I will give you all my treasures! Look, the beautiful jewels lying there! Grant me my life! What do you want with such a slender little fellow as I? God, he's so long-winded, the dwarf. (sighs) You would not feel me between your teeth! Come, take these two wicked girls! They are tender morsels for you! Damn! That is your quails! Num, num, num! For mercy's sake, eat them! Oh, okay, I get the talk. Not that. This guy has got more dialogue than any other character in any story we've read. Yeah. Why is he... It's insane. The bear took no heed to of his words. Also, he sold those kids up the creek really fast. Oh, yeah. The bear took no heed of his words, but gave the wicked creature a single blow with his paw <laughs> and did not move ag- And he did not move again. <laughs> Murder. DG. Don't give a fuck. Get out of here. One, sh- one shot. What's it called, Ria? You do a one hit, one, one shot, hit one shot, one shot. You just one shot. There it is. He one shot at him. Yeah, there you go. That was it. Yeah, we're cool and hip. We play games and are into the culture. <laughs> Fortnite. The girls had run away, but the bear called to them. S- oh right, Snow White, Rose Red, do not be afraid. Wait, I will come with you. Just let me get this murder blood off <laughs> my paws. <laughs> I was gonna say. Then they knew his voice and waited. And when he came to them, they sudden came to them suddenly. His bearskin fell off. Oh! And he stood there, a handsome man. Oh! Clothed all in gold. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> what the shit. I was pretty. This is. I'm like. I'm pretty sure it's a human being uh, inside there. What and the shit? Just think of the reasoning. Well, I'm sure we'll have to find out. But yeah. if it wasn't a spell. That did it. 
No, it wasn't. This guy's just taxidermied a fucking bear suit around him. I just I want to hang out with families. <laughs> it's about to bear. say. I or, just I love when children play on me. I just I am a bear. Oh, don't, so just uh, don't don't hate on my lifestyle. I was about to say, does he identify as a bear? I think this is exactly what it is. Oh, good. We're about to find out, though. I am a king. I am a king. Wait, he's got to change his voice. No, no, do the same voice. voice. I am a king's son, he said, and I was bewitched by that wicked dwarf who had stolen my treasures. I have had to run about the forest in a savage bear, as a savage bear, until I was freed by his death. Why don't you kill him sooner? Now, well, he probably had to find him. Now he has gone. Was he inside their cabin all the times that he visited? What? I'm sorry. Was the was the dwarf inside the, the cabin, cabin? No, that Rose Red and Snow White live in. No, he that was. He visited so many times while he was not looking for the dwarf. Oh, yeah. If only he didn't visit those children all the time during the winter. Might have, might have gotten a lot. Sorry. Got that done. They yeah. got that done sooner. Now he has got his well-deserved punishment. So, no, so no, no, no. Keep, I, do you, do well, I will, I will, paragraph? I, I, will get, I will get there. About to I, will, I will get there. We're I will, about to, this I will to get, get there. Nuts. I will get there. <laughs> but I want to say, take a moment, take a moment, and say, I I thought there were multiple dwarves in this story because the way he was saying it. Oh, but I thought there was a single one. It, I don't know. This this book jumps around like. It, it, it was clear clear to me that it was all one dwarf. Really? Yeah, but maybe that's because of the comic or whatever I had read before. Yeah, I had no visual reference. So my I thing was I thought multiple dwarves. They're like rabbits that come out of the ground and steal people's mm. like golden shit. No, it was all so. well because he said some things that was like you cut my beard again kind of thing. Well, I'm looking at the. I'm trying. Well, hang on. We'll get. The, okay, let's finish. Let's finish. Let's not sidetrack. Snow White was married to him. And rose red to his brother. And they divided between them the great treasure which the dwarf had gathered together in his cave. The old mother lived peacefully and happily with her children for many years. I am peaceful now. (laughs) She took the two rose trees with her. And they stood before her window. And every year bore the most beautiful roses, white and red. Why do they have to get married to them? Why does anybody have to get married to anybody at the end of these stories? Because the patriarchy. Every, every time. <laughs> every fucking time. Well, I mean, the thing that also is weird is that Rose Red married his brother. Yeah. Which was never, never talked never, about. Never introduced once. And, um, I mean, good for them if they're happy, but I doubt Is it weird to have your sister-in-law be your sister? Little. Well, hang on. Back sister- then? Sister-in-law be your sister. Because you're talking about in the case of the the prince, because they're both married to brothers. Yes. So there are sister-in-law yeah. is also your sister. She's your normal sister. Is also your sister-in-law. No, the the in-law part is the person who you're marrying. Okay, so if and that means so you what, have a wife. Yes. Yes, I have a wife, and he has a brother. Last I checked. Uh huh. I mean, she could be and gone by right now. And he has. She has a brother. Uh-huh. And if he married your sister, he would be my brother-in-law anyway. And who is she? She's my sister. And would she also not have the designation of sister-in-law? Not to me. She's she, not be, your sister-in-law. No, she'd be a sister-in-law to my wife. 
but she also holds the status of sister-in-law. Like she holds the title of sister-in-law. But yes, it's negated because. But I no 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 like I can I would never call my sister a sister-in-law. So if she married, so if your wife's brother yes married a woman yes, she's not your sister-in-law. No, she is my sister-in-law. Okay, but if my if I had a sister that so, he married, there's no crossover. No, there isn't at all. It's it's she's my sister. Period. She's never going to be my sister-in-law because she's my sister already. But you understand the. I was more talking about the social relationship of. Well, I mean, it's a little weird that two siblings marry two siblings. I will. That's all I was getting. At. Okay, then that's that's that, yeah. I agree. That's strange. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very. <laughs> That's the most roundabout way of doing that. Jesus was, Christ. Well, it's just you were going after terminologies, and I was like, well, I don't know. What are you talking about? It's so, no, it's totally weird that they married each other as siblings. It happens. I know I know of... I don't, actually don't know anybody personally, but I, I've heard of people doing that. It's just I... I don't... I don't know. It's just... It's, that is weird, but uh, it is to me, but I'm not in love with anybody's... My sister-in-law's sister or anything like that, so... It's a weird matchup. I I agree. I think you should always not widen that gene pool a little bit, you know? Like exactly. don't get that, you know, pinned down as far as like where you where all the genetic material is going. The point Would is you both have the same if they had kids and you had kids, do they both have the same pairs of grandparents? Yes, they do. They would have the same grandparents. That's fucking weird. Well, yeah, it's again. I know it's like it's there's no like weird, weird weirdness of like incest happening or whatever. But it's just weird to have exactly as you said. Yeah, widen the fucking gym pool a little, uh, just a little bit. Yeah, that's just my opinion. But uh, at the same time, <laughs> uh, like and subscribe our one... podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rose Redwood. That was a strange story. Uh, the moral is: uh, let bears murder dwarves, and you get a prince. There you go. I mean, really Where's this Disney film adaptation? I gotta ask. Where it requires the murder of a of a beloved character like the dwarf in order to get the prince. I don't know. I, I did like the dwarf character. This is definitely to me one of the better ones out of the ones that we've read. Yeah, but the ending sucks. But the the dwarf at least it, it, that one makes sense for having the the repeating of events happening. Yes, because his beard is getting shorter and shorter. Yes, and he's just getting more and more pissed off, and he's finding different sets of treasures at yes, each location yes. that is something that tracks with doing the repeat but not for the other ones oh no 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 the other ones are just done for fattening sake the thing exactly. is the thing that was weird though was the bear suit uh ripped at the door and you saw a little bit of gold underneath but that doesn't necessarily mean anything How are you bewitched yeah it just sounds like you put on a bear suit he and, lo- and he locked the zipper on you yeah exactly <laughs> he broke the aha <laughs> <laughs> You're bear forever. You're bear now. And he's like, "Oh no! How do I get out? The claws don't work." And, and he could talk. Yeah. So why didn't he just go to his dad and be like, "Dad, help! I'm stuck in a bear suit." <laughs> nope. Daddy, I'm daddy, gonna go hang, I'm gonna, uh, daddy, I'm gonna go hang out with farmers and and their daughters now as a bear. What? Who are you? You're a bear. Get out of my court. Puts a sword through him. <laughs> Mounts his head to the wall. <laughs> and over time, the bear head slumps more and more as the head is the human head underneath. Decomposes. <laughs> Where is my son? I want to show him this beautiful new mount on the wall. <laughs> he would be loving this.
but yeah please uh like and subscribe wherever you're you're listening to us uh, on the podcast uh if you rate and review us the best way to uh if you want to review us on itunes uh that's probably the most one that we'll notice uh so if you re- write a review that isn't hateful we will read it on the air oh yeah uh, mm-hmm best way to support us though would be through patreon go on patreon today and support the show get some cool unlocks and also some exclusive content eventually sooner rather than later we may even do full books yeah they're probably already up there uh oh yeah more than likely by the time they listen to this by the time they listen to this there's there's already going to be an exclusive uh episode on there or two and we will continue to do that and there's all sorts of other features go check those out at patreon.com slash bad audiobooks uh where can, can they find us on the internet? Though? Yes, with us. Uh, best best one I think is for the show is probably at Bad Audiobooks on Instagram. Uh, but Nick, where where can the good people find you? Also on Instagram, you can find me at Real Human Maz. And, and uh, Kent, 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 where where can the good people find you? Uh, also Instagram uh, at Kent Heidelman uh, would be the best place. Uh, but that's uh, pretty much it. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. And uh, why don't you play us out? Bad Audiobooks out.